Here we go, and here we are. Welcome to the 51st episode of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Rara Massey, and as always, I am stoked that you are tuning in today. This podcast is part of the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, my adventure and fine art photography firm in Calgary, Alberta. We focus on crafting amazing images in the grand outdoors, and you can check us out online at robertmasseyphotography.ca and follow along on our journeys on Instagram at robertmasseyphotography. Now, let's get on with the show. I had such a great response to last week's episode on fitness and wellness that I had to continue on with that motif for just one more week and talk to one of the practitioners who keeps me moving and going. Now, mobility and movement are key to us as travel and adventure photographers. When our bodies hurt or when they just don't feel right, we honestly just don't shoot as well. We won't necessarily want to get into places or be able to get into positions to take great shots. For me, one of the keys to keeping moving is mobility. Last week, we talked about yoga and a few other wellness tools I use to keep moving. Well, this week, I'm bringing my friend and adventure buddy, Sarah Kuhn-Dersma, a muscle activation technique specialist and photographer, onto the podcast to talk about some of the things we can do as photographers to move better and get more mobile. All right, let's get right into that interview. Say hello to Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. I really, really appreciate it. And for Tally as well. So Tally's Sarah's dog, who's going to be joining us occasionally. Um, Yeah. So welcome, Sarah. Can you just let everyone know a little bit about yourself and yeah, talk a little bit about your background and why you're here with us? Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is such a pleasure. So yeah, my name is Sarah Kinnersma. I'm a muscle activation technique specialist in Calgary. And what I work on is movement mechanics. So anything that causes stiffness, aches and pains, I look at that and help correct that. I work in the Southeast part of Calgary and I got into it after an injury myself. And it was the only thing that allowed me to get back to the things that I love doing. What kind of things does MAT help people like kind of get back to doing? What, how did it help you? Uh, it helps any kind of muscle issue really. Um, so I broke my back when I was 12. And when I was about 16 to 21, I was competing at a pretty decent level with triathlons and my body was just breaking down. And so MAT was the only thing that helped me get back to the sport that I loved and helps me climb mountains now and go skiing all the time. The reason why you'd want to seek out an MAT specialist is that if you just don't feel like you're moving right, if you want to excel, uh, just make your quality of life even better, even bending down to do laundry becomes easier. And so you find that if you're moving better, your energy is better and just life in general is better. And I can totally attest to that because I, Sarah is the person who does MAT with me and it is fantastic. If I feel like my limbs are like lead or I can't move or anything like that, it's like, it's time to see Sarah. And then all of a sudden I can walk again, like after an hour long appointment is absolutely brilliant and fantastic. And so when I thought about doing an episode on movement and trying to keep your body in shape and going along with what we talked about last Monday, Sarah was the first person who came to mind for me because it is amazing the things that how much MAT has helped me. But we also hang out occasionally in the mountains and go hiking and stuff. So before we get into the movement stuff, I want to talk about some stories about like adventure stories because Sarah's told me some pretty good ones. I particularly like your first one from when you were the first time you ever went backpacking. Um, Do you mind sharing that one? I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So I was in a little bit of a dark space in my life and I was like, you know what? Like hiking seems cool, but I'd never gone hiking before. So I was like, you know what? A three day backpacking trip seems cool. 
So I signed up on some kind of meetup thing online and I felt so bad for the organizer. So he was awesome. He's like, okay, cool. You're pretty fit. So here's the list of things that you need. And I decided that I knew better than this guy who obviously was an avid hiker. And so they're like, oh, you need a thermorest. Well, I was like, I don't have a thermorest, but I got a yoga mat. That will work. And then it was summer. So I was like, well, I don't want to carry extra clothes. So I'll just have a shirt and shorts. I can rewear that the next day. No problem. So anyways, we go on this hike and we get back there. Sure enough, it snows. Uh, so in the morning I was freezing and a yoga mat does not do justice to a thermorest. So note that. <laughs> so what what happened like what did he say to you after that whole experience well he said it's going to be one of two ways either you're going to absolutely hate this and never come back or you're going to be an extreme mountain woman it's going to be one of the two it's definitely the latter (laughs) oh that's amazing so what kind of what's your favorite things to do in the mountains like what's your what's your go-to thing when you go out to the mountains Uh, it's so hard to pick hiking mountain biking rock climbing and ski touring those are the four things that i love doing Awesome. And you have a favorite place, favorite like moment from being out there? I love Assiniboine and I love Egypt Lake. They're very similar places. I've gone to Assiniboine three years in a row now and every adventure has been amazing. Yeah, but those two are definitely the highlights. Awesome. I, I Sarah is also an amateur photographer who has gotten one of my favorite landscape photos I've ever seen. It was spectacular. Um, it was from Assiniboine like two years ago, give or take now. And it's like the classic shot of it, but it's also just brilliantly well done. I actually stopped and looked at what, well, damn, like that is fantastic. It's just kind of like, it is a beautiful photo. So Sarah also knows where we're coming from when it comes to carrying a stupid little camera into the mountains, which you don't need with you. Um, one of my favorite moments from being out there is Sarah um, and I and my brother-in-law were all coming back from oh my goodness, Elk Lakes hut a couple of falls ago. And we were just playing a game to keep your mind going so you could keep walking. And Sarah's like, oh, like what stupid thing do you bring with you into the mountains that you don't necessarily need? And she had a good response. And like Rob had something that was, my brother-in-law had something that was, you know, a pretty standard response. She's like, Robert, what about you? And I look down and I have this giant camera with this giant three pound lens on it. It's like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Sarah totally gets this one about where we're coming from with bringing camera equipment into the backcountry too. Awesome. So let's talk about this. So why is movement so important for photographers? Like, let's just start with that right there. Well, it's just like having a camera that works. You want to make sure that it is ready to go so that you can get that shot. Same thing with your body. The more that you're distracted with your aches and pain, the less likely that you're thinking about the creativity, getting into the positions that you need to for that shot. And then plus with all the editing hours too, if you're in so much pain, it's going to be harder for you to actually focus and concentrate on that job. Plus it's the longevity of it. So if you're taxing your body so much, maybe you can only do what you love for a few years because it just hurts your body so much. And having that passion taken away from you just is terrible. Yeah, no, that's exactly, I did an episode last week on just fitness things that I use to keep myself going. And that's exactly what it was when we went into, I told the story of us actually going into um, Bow Lake Hut or Bow Hut, whichever the proper name for it is, and how that was a turning moment for me because it was like, I was broken and tired. And as Rob has called me decrepit at during that hike. And it was like, okay, something's got to change. And that's when stuff started taking more seriously. And yeah, so I totally see where that's coming from. I couldn't shoot nearly as well. And now I can run and hike and it's fantastic. So what do you see, like when you think about photographers and what we carry and how we do things, what kind of common areas of problems do you see coming up with us? 
Well, depending on how you're carrying the camera, it's usually off to one side. So it's creating a lot of imbalances into the trunk and spine. Also, too, as you guys push your head forward to look at the lens, it causes a lot of neck issues. Sometimes going into weird crouching positions as well could also cause some muscle imbalances. Plus the hours of editing that you guys put behind the scenes to make that photo just that extra perfect. All of that creates a lot of taxing onto your body. Awesome. So what kind of suggestions do you have for people to kind of help solve some of those problems? A lot of it is just doing some gentle movement. Uh, I actually made a little YouTube clip just for you guys. It's got six quick exercises for you guys to go through, and it kind of hits all those major spots. So the neck, the thoracic area where your rib cage is, and then also into your hips. Awesome. So where's the thoracic area? Because most of us have no idea. Where your ribs are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. I had no idea. People, other people might, I had no idea. <laughs> um, so are these kind of things that people like, is it a good 10 minutes of somebody being able to take it out? Is it something they should be doing in the mornings when they feel stiff? Like how should people use these, this wonderful video you've built for them? Just like brushing your teeth. It's perfect to do first thing in the morning and right before you go to bed. But if you only have time for one, I would do it before bed just to loosen everything up. So you get full recovery afterwards. Or if you've been sitting and editing for several hours and you're just stiff, just take six, 10 minutes out of your time, go restart, get a refresh, and then you'll have fresh eyes for your photo. Yeah, it's kind of a good chance to let your eyes break from the screen and like reset everything for yourself. Exactly. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about MAT just so people understand it. Can you really quickly describe kind of how it works and what it is? Mm -hmm. So MAT stands for muscle activation techniques, and that's what we do. We have techniques to activate your muscles. So what we look at is the way that you're moving. And what I really care about is how you're not moving well. And then what I do is I get the brain to recommunicate to those muscles so that you can move them properly. So what you mentioned earlier, how you felt really heavy with lead, the way that I described it to clients is kind of like moving a house with one person versus 500 people. So we have 500 muscles. If we have all 500 working for us, we're going to feel really good. We're going to feel all optimal in the way that we're able to move. But if we have less muscles working for us, it becomes more of a chore, more of a task. Oh, very cool. So, and so doing this is going to kind of just make everything a little bit easier and feel a little bit more natural to be able to do again, because you're saying instead of trying to do everything with your bicep, you're doing everything with all the muscles that go through your arm, right? You nailed right? it. Exactly. Just like having your camera just perfectly tuned, it's just easy to pick it up and just go. Same thing with your body. Awesome. So camera analogy, that'll actually work really well on this end. It's kind of like doing micro adjustments on your lens, just so everyone understands. There's there's that focusing bit. And if your focus feels slightly off, we need to micro adjust it. That's kind of what we're doing here with the body. And trust me, it is super important to do that kind of work. You nailed awesome. it. So cool. Alrighty. So when you kind of think about like the fact that that weight goes across the body and like we're leaning forwards with our heads and doing all these things. Is there like, I have a lot of problems in my neck and my shoulders and all that from carrying that. And that seems to be a lot when I talk to my other photography friends that it's all up here that's going mm -hmm. on for people. Is there like when you're doing the exercises, are they in there for that as well? And do you have other suggestions what people can do to kind of not have those problems occur? They definitely are. In the video that I made specifically for the photographers, it just br briefly touches into the neck. However, if you look at my YouTube channel, I actually have a 40 minute one just on the neck. So feel free to use that as a free resource. Just put in my name and then put in the body part that's kind of bugging you and you'll find that resource. There's a great library of exercises there for you.
Fantastic. All righty. So that's a great little bit about movement and mobility and things like that. Do you have any suggestions for people to increase their mobility? Like movement's pretty easy. Let's get up and go for walks. And like, we're all adventurers and travelers. We should be out moving more, but mobility is a little bit different than movement. Do you have any suggestions for people on that? The biggest thing with mobility is kind of like brushing your teeth and I'll give give you a great analogy here. So we're going to eat food, but we need to clean them every single night. Same thing with our bodies. We're using it as a tool in order to do whatever we want to do, whether it's our hobbies or photography, and we need to make sure that we clean it at the end of the night. And so what that mobility does is it allows you to check in and look at all those parts to see what's working, what's not working. And through mobility, when you're intentionally moving through a range it allows the brain to understand that it can safely move through that and that's what allows that muscle tension to finally release but you have to be intentful about it if not the body tries to find the easiest way and it might not be the most efficient way of moving and that's what creates all the muscle tightness very cool and it's also not an instantaneous thing then right like there's people who go see chiropractors and it's like oh i feel so much better and after i see you right away it feels a little bit better but mobility is more about building upon a steady routine, right? Exactly. Just like you brush your teeth every single day. It's the same thing. Awesome. Alrighty. Do you have anything else you want to share with people about mobility, movement, any sorts of ideas around that for photographers? The main thing is the better that you're moving, the better that you feel. When you feel really good, you're going to be more inspired and do even more better work. You can even get further into the mountains or, you know, get those more unique shots versus just ones that you can drive to that are a little bit more accessible. And that's one of my favorite things about now being a little bit fitter and a little bit easier to get into places. It's like, I can see things that other people can't. That's one of the things I love about like Paul Ziska and Chris Burkhardt and all those other like true adventure photographers. You're seeing stuff that I have no idea how they got there. Right. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of the big moments for, for especially people doing adventure photography. Fantastic. So Sarah, where can people find you? If they're in Calgary, where are you working out of? I work at active sports therapy. It's in Southeast of Calgary. Awesome. And they can just call up and ask for Sarah and they can find a chance to book with you if they're in this area. They sure can just Google search active sports therapy and call on in. Awesome. And then I hear you're also doing some online stuff right now. So people listening all over the world might be able to learn a little from you. Yes, I'm doing a desk mobility class on Wednesdays, noon mountain standard time. And it's just for $10 for 30 minutes. And we just kind of go through every single joint in the body. Again, working on all that mobility, brushing your teeth at noon. (laughs) It's a good chance to break from the day for those of us who have been working all morning. Exactly. Awesome. And again, how do they find that one? Uh, Calling active sports therapy again. Beautiful. And then can anyone find you anywhere else online? So what's your YouTube, anywhere else? Yep. YouTube, just search my name and that will pop up. And then I also have a website. It's dynamism. I'll spell it out. D-Y-N-A-M-I-S-M dot C-A. And that has a little bit more information about myself and muscle activation. Awesome. And we will link to Dynamism and Sarah's YouTube and AST all in the show notes for you all. So go check those out on robertmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes, and you'll be able to find all of that information right there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes of your time to talk about mobility and something that has seriously helped me be able to feel so much better. It is absolutely fantastic. So thank you so much for being here with me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was great. Thank you so much for being here today, Sarah. I had such a great time chatting with you about all things movement and mobility orientated. Like I said during the interview, Sarah is brilliant at what she does, and I am so thankful to her for sharing some of her advice with us today. 
definitely go and check out that video that she made just for us as photographers. I'm linking it up in the show notes for you, which you can find online at robertmasseyphotography.ca. And while you're checking out that video, definitely go and check out Sarah's other resources that she has on YouTube. They're fantastic and they really get you thinking about your body, how it works, how you can move better, everything like that. And mobility is such a huge key issue for everybody. You need to keep your body moving and active and going to be able to do what we do. So go and check out that video that she made for us for photographers and go out and check out all of her other videos that she has. Sarah is such a fantastic resource for everybody. Now, if you've got any ideas for things that will help your photography, let me know. These episodes are here to help you grow as a photographer. Now, you can send me a message on Instagram at Royal Massey Photography or at Travel Adventure Photo School, especially as I'm starting to lay out the content for the next year here. Let me know what you want to know, and I will try and get it in there. It's really helpful for me to hear from other people. So yeah, definitely send me a message. Just love chatting about photography with everybody. Now, I think it is time, though, to get up and get some moving on. All that talking about moving is making me want to get up and get moving. It feels like a really great time to like go for a run or something. So I think I'm going to head outside and go do that. Thanks for being here. Let's adventure. Bye for now. <laughs>